you know, when I saw what took place over the weekend, and I'm heading to Cafe Landward today to try and get a table, try and get a seat. It may be tough. They don't deserve this. And this reminded me, again, of 85 years ago with Crystal Nacht and the targeting of Jewish businesses by the Nazis. Like, this is happening in Canada right now. And this is where those words never again really matter, where we're, we're supposed to never again let this happen. It's happening right now in Canada. The voice of Warren Kinsella joining Greg Brady this morning, saying what a lot of people should be questioning. And that is a lot of hate that we're seeing all over the streets of this country, certainly in Toronto, seeing it all over the world. In fact, Europe is, uh, it's downright scary. And so we're seeing, um, you know, what we saw over the weekend, where you get this business and you get protesters calling for boycott. And in this case, it's a Jewish restaurant called the Atlantwer Cafe. And if you know the history of this eatery, you know, back in the early 30s in Berlin, it, uh, it ended up having to move the business to Israel because the very same kind of isolation and targeting that played out to Jewish businesses and Jews as a, as a total. Uh, but certainly back then, they would target you, isolate you, and then write the word in big writing, Jude. Or they'd maybe, you know, then start putting stars on you or forcing you to live in a ghetto. But it starts like this. Michael Mostian is CEO of B'nai B'rith Canada, and uh, he joins us now. Good to have you, Michael. Uh, good to speak to you again, Alex. What were your thoughts of what you saw um, and what makes what you saw so different? Um. Just like you, you were beginning to explain, it's it's disturbing how in today's 2023 city of Toronto, we can see a rally, an angry mob on the street um, calling for the boycott of a Jewish business. And it's not just the boycott of, of this Jewish business. It's the intimidation and the threatening of the customers who are dining at that restaurant, just minding their own business. You know, we have freedom of the speech in, in this country. They're marching down the street, but then bringing flags in, you know, banging on the windows. That's a clear sign of, of threatening and intimidation uh, to tell people don't attend. Why? For the crime of being Jewish. It's, it's revolting. It's disgusting. But it's not the only place it's happened, as I understand. And from a couple of different reports, there are other businesses uh, that are also being targeted. Um, I've heard reports that people are being told to remove the mezuzah from their house because people are going around neighborhoods to see where Jews might live. What are you hearing? The neighborhood has actually heard many reports of that. People, uh, unfortunately, proactively, and this is this is nothing I would do, and this would it'd be nothing I would counsel anyone to do because a mezuzah on their door. This is a a scroll that comes from biblical times, um, um, and it's and it's a commandment, a uh, religious commandment to the Jewish people to 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 have this on their doorpost. Uh, but some people are very frightened and taking it down, and it's a way of self-identifying you to the public, and and people are nervous. Uh, and you're right. It's not just businesses. It's multiple businesses, but it's also schools. People are concerned about concerned about the, their synagogues. Um, I, I saw a very disturbing video online yesterday when when these protesters were going up and trying to get onto the gardener. There were police officers with machine guns and those guns were coming out. Um, and and that's scary to see. I haven't seen something like that in Canada before. No, we have not. Uh, certainly, um, you would think that maybe leadership would come out of it. Uh, Michael Mostyn is joining us here uh, with B'nai B'rith. So we've got one 
protest, uh, you know, put down, um, you know, everything kind of opened up again, but there'll be more. And the question I have is, you know, we're two and a half weeks into this thing and I have seen very little, if any leadership, like it's, it's non-existent. Yeah, uh, it, it is. You're absolutely right, Alex. And there needs to be leadership because we've seen um, this has been growing and growing and growing. And, and why not? Because when you, when you have people expressing, uh, you know, and, and it's not everybody in the crowd, by the way. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are just there uh, for naive reasons. Um, um, certain radicals are there because we've seen terrorist flags. We've heard genocidal chanting by the crowd. Uh, we've seen this mob growing. One thing we haven't seen in this crowd, by the way, is uh, any um, blame that's put on Hamas. So, um, uh, you know, again, not to say everyone's pro Hamas at these rallies, but certainly no one in these crowds is blaming Hamas for the hospital bombing that Bill Blair just came out this weekend to say was not Israel's fault. This was Islamic Jihad, another terrorist group. But nobody's nobody's attacking and saying, you know, down with Hamas, down with Islamic Jihad, these groups that are murdering innocent Gazans inside Gaza. This is a terror group. But so. Is there leadership? No, there's not. Is this going to continue to grow? Yes. Is the Jewish community feeling more and more threatened? Yes. If this needs to change, and it has to start from the top, and we don't see that leadership right now. Yeah, no, we have not seen that leadership. And so, you know, part of the confusion, or, or what people will say, Michael, is that, you know, they, they it's such an inflamed issue, and it's not something you can talk about in five minutes. Like, the Middle East is very, very complicated, but there's this confusion over, well, Israel does stuff wrong, and you never criticize Israel. And, and it's not wrong. You can say a lot of things about Israel and, and not be anti-Semitic. It's just that you can't go and target Jews and isolate Jews for things that you would not condemn others for, correct? I Absolutely. mean, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's not that you can't criticize, but on the other side, then you get people saying, well, no one cares about the Palestinian people. Well, yes, people do care, which is why you got to get rid of Hamas. I mean, the best thing that could happen to the Palestinian people would be to get rid of the terrorists. Absolutely. And, and let's not forget that Hamas took power through a violent, bloody coup against the, uh, the Palestinian Authority. That's how they grabbed power. They're a terrorist organization. They, they are an anti-Semitic organization. They not only want to destroy Israel, they want to murder the Jews. And so blaming individual Jews here in Toronto for the actions of State of Israel is anti-Semitic. Boycotting and calling for the boycott of Jewish businesses, that's anti-Semitic. Um, and so um, uh, people have to realize that. And like my point before, for those who are willing to, um, uh, you know, to, to be on the side against Israel, and that's fine. People can have the political views that they choose to have. Um, but at the same time, when you are refusing to condemn Hamas, who right now, with 40% of, of theirs and Islamic Jihad's missiles that are misfiring and killing innocent civilians in Gaza. For those that are silent on that, well, I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. Uh, have you heard from any leadership? Have, have rabbis heard from leadership um, of political leadership at any level? Uh, have, have Jewish groups like yours heard from anybody? Have there been any meetings called or even with police? Uh, well, the, the Jewish community certainly has been communicating very closely with police. Um, police have uh, increased their patrols visibly uh, around uh, sensitive um, uh, communal institutions, and we're very thankful for that. Although these rallies I haven't seen any arrests taking place where we feel that the law uh, has been violated, uh, but, um, but hopefully um, that strategy will be um, 
um, dealt with over time. But but in terms of uh, leadership from political leaders saying we've got to crack down on these rallies, nope, haven't heard that. Uh, we Yes, certainly. We've heard from individual uh, elected officials at various levels. Um, but um, no, in the grand scheme of things, um, um, I think that there's a lot of confusion at the top right now. Um, there are very strong views that are being pushed by different communities um, that, um, you know, see things, see the world in different ways. But this really shouldn't be a matter of partisan politics. It shouldn't be a matter of, um, you know, where are different voting blocks or where are members of parliament that have, you know, power bases in different cities? What are they saying? It should be about the truth. It should be about evidence. It should be about what's right and wrong. And it should be about standing strong against terror. And that's, and that's where leadership really needs to come in now. Yeah, it should. Uh, it's just not, not happening. Nonetheless, we'll keep talking about it. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Alex. Thank you. That's Michael Motion joining us here today. Maybe that's something we can put to all the leaders uh, when uh, they're out doing their scrums today or their uh, press conferences. Where's the leadership? Because we got Holocaust denial playing out in real time.